Hey, it's Madison, the Black Eagle, and here's a highlight from today's show. We can ban assault weapons and high-capacity magazines in this country once again. I got that done when I was a senator. It passed. It was law for the longest time. And it brought down these mass killings. We should do it again. We can close the loopholes in our background check system, including the Charleston loophole. That's one of the best tools we have right now to prevent gun violence. The Senate should immediately pass. Let me say it again. The United States Senate, I hope some are listening, should immediately pass the two House passed bills that close loopholes in the background check system. These are bills that receive votes of both Republicans and Democrats in the House. This is not and should not be a partisan issue. This is an American issue. It will save lives, American lives. And we have to act. Senator from Connecticut just said, it's time for us to do something. I agree. It is time for us to do something. And every time there's a shooting, we play this ridiculous theater where this committee gets together and proposes a bunch of laws that would do nothing to stop these murders. What happens in this committee after every mass shooting is Democrats propose taking away guns from law-abiding citizens, because that's their political objective. But what they propose, not only does it not reduce crime, it makes it worse. The best mandate is perhaps the Constitution of the United States of America that begins with the purpose of why we're all here. And I just read the first four reasons why we're here. We, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, and provide for the common defense. And if you look at that in the context of the slaughter of hundreds and hundreds of thousands of Americans, I'm roughly 50 years old. In my lifetime, there are more people that have died of gun violence than in every single war in our nation's history from the revolution to the current wars going on right now. Why, why are we here? Why did we establish this government if not to better defend ourselves? And yet we see slaughter every day. You know, that is a fascinating uh, statistic that Cory Booker just um, stated. Good morning, everybody. Madison uh, with you. That in his lifetime, as he said, he's roughly 50 years old. So in the past 50 years, in his lifetime, there have been more people slaughtered, killed by guns in this country than all of the wars that the United States has been part of from the Revolutionary War to current. So I guess this would include Afghanistan. From the Revolutionary War 
1812, Revolutionary War of 1812. I mean, you can go to World War I, Civil War II, Vietnam War. Now, I, that is something you really have to think about. And I know yesterday, I uh, think I proved my point, Talk Radio 101, if you want to light up the lines, oh, here we go, all you have to do is um, bring up gun control, race, religion, a couple other ones, and man, ladies, my 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 social media emails and just blew up. Don't ever do the traffic cop thing again. In other words, next caller, next caller, don't do it. So I I just you know for people who are new to the show you 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 know why I always talk about the need to be authentic, original and daring as a broadcast personality. And why my show is about being radioactive. It's a play on words. In other words, what are we going? And I always ask the question, what are you going to do about it? I may be off base here, but I think... Joe Biden and the and, and the Biden administration, I should say, have the political capital. Let me repeat: have the political capital now to get um, common sense gun control legislation. I, I believe most people are convinced, or should be convinced that this isn't about taking your guns away. This is about sensible, just common sense gun control regulation. One of them is that I'm going to put on the table immediately is why not have expanded background checks. Why not have universal background check? Do you know this 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 murderer, and I'll say it, I know he has to be tried, but you know he bought his guns, what was it, six days ago? Six days ago. And they've they apparently have interviewed his neighbor said he was he was a hot tempered kind of guy who basically shouldn't have had a gun or at least his background should have been checked and so i'm prepared based on what i heard cory booker say senator booker say i'm prepared to ask those who are opposed to extended background checks as well as those who are in favor of it what what is what's the problem with having a background check 
on people who, who want to carry a weapon. What's, what is, look, look, if you, and, and what does the background check include? So, so here's something, a question that I don't know the answer to, but I'll, I'll put it out there only because I want to be educated. How many people listening have gone through a background check who have applied or who have purchased a gun? What goes into a background check? I don't know. I, I mean, I just don't know. But it seems like it's just common sense to me. one 801 The second issue that I'm going to put on the table before we go to our history is I am in 100% agreement and will support the Biden administration on the his proposal for a three trillion dollar infrastructure. Now I'll break it down right after the history, but I'm gonna remind all you Trumpers out there, I'm gonna remind you of this. Remember Donald Trump proposed a two trillion dollar infrastructure bill. Remember that? Remember the meeting he had with uh, Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, who's been a guest on our show? Chuck Schumer, Senator Chuck Schumer. At the time, he was the minority leader. Remember the meeting they had in the White House? And they had proposed a, I don't know, what was it, like a one-point-something it was like one point eight, one point nine trillion. Yeah, that's what I remember. And, then, and he and, and he said, he said what, Daryl? And he said, oh, oh, just round the two trillion. I like I like I round like, numbers. Like round numbers, just round I like the two round trillion. numbers. Yeah, you're so gleeful about it. <laughs> well, that's not. Yeah, I, I, this yeah, I'm, wasn't. I'm, no, it's not about being gleeful. What I'm trying to get the Trumpers to understand is. Why then would you be opposed to an infrastructure bill? And I'm going to break down this infrastructure bill. Now, now, now let me ask this question. This is sort of one of those just down-to-earth questions. How many of you who are truck drivers, who are in the transportation business, um, how many of you have said, I mean, whoever you are, teachers, whatever, your occupant, whoever, my listeners, how many of you have said at one point in time, you know, America, based on the infrastructure, is getting, is getting to be like a third world country. Floods, waterworks, you know, are breaking down. Bridges are falling apart. Anybody who has ever traveled overseas, particularly to uh, Japan, other countries, and you've seen mass transportation, you know, trains that 
go at record speeds and you can get from point A to point B in extraordinary short amount of time. And if you've ever traveled and you say, well, you know, wow, why can't the United States do this, have this kind of metro system or train system? I remember um, we were in, um, and now this may seem simple. We were on our way to uh, Kenya, and we had to fly into, uh, was it Switzerland? Remember? Zurich. That's right, Zurich. We were in Zurich's airport. Now, and I got to tell you, it, it caught my attention. Something as simple, which saved energy, as the escalator. Remember the escalator, Sherry? I do indeed. Because as you approached the escalator, it started moving. It was stopped. It started move. It was uh, motion activated. It was motion activated. As soon as you stepped on, as you approached the escalator, like Sherry said, it would go up or down. So in between, it would stop and save energy. It and, would say thank and you. Not wear out the the mechanisms. Thank you. And I kept <laughs> and I thought it to myself the at the time, the it, that makes sense. It's like an elevator. In a way, you you have to get in the elevator, press a button for it to go up or down. Right. And I said, "This, why don't we have this in in airports in the United States?" And that's a that's a you may say, "Well, that's a small," but that's your infrastructure. That's part of your infrastructure. But let's be honest, you, all, all of you out there, and I'm talking to people who are Trumpers. I don't know how else I. Personally, I don't understand why you would be opposed to this uh, proposal. And, and I'll tell you the other reason why I think you, sh- why you, you should be in favor of it. Jobs. Jobs. And the other thing is there's the, there is the uh, ability to have private, public, private, public work programs. And let me give a third reason. Interest rates are at a record low. From what I'm hearing and reading, this is the best time to, for corporate companies who are part of you know, the infrastructure, especially private, public and private companies, this is the best time to borrow money. But if you have an effort to push, to create better infrastructure, it means what? More jobs. Now, bear with me, because I'm going to walk you through talking points of what's in this infrastructure bill. one 8255 This is Madison, the Black Eagle, on Sirius XM Urban View. I think the political capital is out there. I really do. And what do I mean by political capital? You, me. I think people are ready to, uh, to, to uh, push common sense, common sense uh, gun control as well as infrastructure. I know, and, and uh, our Mackenzie, our intern, is pre- 
taking your calls um, that I've, I've put on the table. But let me go. Let me let me do this. Let me let me let me share this with you. What what is in Biden's three trillion dollar infrastructure proposal? Now, let me let me let me break this down because I've got folk ready to go with the background check question. But I want to I want you particularly those of you who are driving on roads and across bridges and who are in the transportation business. But it goes beyond that. Uh, The one of the three trillion, one trillion dollars will be for roads Bridges, rail lines, oh, get this, electrical vehicle charging stations. That is the future. Now, I may not live to see it. You may not live to see it, but I'm going to tell you something. Your children and grandchildren are going to be driving electrical vehicles. And so where you now see gas stations, they're going to be electrical vehicle charging stations. I, it, you see them in parking lots. That's what's going to that that's going to take the place. Now think about this. We, I mean, that's how society advances. During the horse and buggy days, you had what blacksmiths. Well, once the automobile, the horseless carriage, <laughs> came into existence, we don't have blacksmiths. Um. And that's going to be part of creating an atmosphere. And let me tell you, millennials and younger people, my grandchildren are very conscious of of cleaner energy because they know that's what we need to leave behind for them. Now, a second component. Now, that's what one trillion dollars is going to be spent there. The second component will be will include investments in get this workers with you ready free community college just like public education so now we're looking at expanding it to two years community college and universal pre-kindergarten and paid family leave they do this throughout Europe. They do this throughout Europe. What is, I'm just saying, I'm ready to debate. What's the opposition? I'm just interested. Why would you be, a, what, why would you oppose universal pre-kindergarten and paid family leave? Why would you oppose infrastructure money for bridges and roads now, hold on, I'm not finished. And, oh, wait, well, let me do this. And, and by the way, shouldn't this be bipartisan? All of you Republicans out there listening. Now, I want you to understand something. There is not a single Republican member of Congress in both the House and the Senate that are in favor of this. Not one. And I know some of you out there listening are Republicans because you call into the show and we take your calls. I just I just want to know 
what's the opposition? I want to hear your opposition. I want my listeners to hear your your opposition. And finally, the Democrats, I think, are listening to people who voted for Biden and and members of the House. They are are listening because you know what the leadership just said yesterday? Hey, baby, if we got to go it alone, we're going to go it alone. If that's what it takes, then damn it, we're going to go it alone. This makes all, to me, all the sense in the world. Because it will, number one, boost the economy. In other words, create jobs. And these are jobs for working people. This isn't a bunch of uh, money going into Wall Street and the only thing that gets bought and sold is paper. Come on. This is this is people, this is people being put to work. I I, I look I, one of the things I have, I always think about living here in Washington D.C. and uh, haven't been on Amtrak because of the COVID nineteen epidemic. But my God, we have we literally have what is it uh, a cellar, which can go twice as fast as. Uh, now than the the old-fashioned regional trains that they use. But they can't go full speed. You know why? Because the rails can't handle it. Think of all the jobs that you could create. There there is the... People are actually saying, people who, who study and develop rail systems, you could literally go from Washington, D.C. to New York City in probably a little over an hour. Maybe a little, maybe, you know, hour at, at, instead of what now, the three, four hours. You know what that means? People can commute to work. You could live in Washington, work in New York, vice versa. Work in New York, live in Washington, and, and, and anywhere, anywhere between. Let me go to the Midwest. Imagine Chicago to Milwaukee. I mean, you, you and and th- and that has been proposed, and the amount of jobs that that would create. Let me go to the West Coast, Los Angeles to San Francisco. The first of all, how expensive it is to live in San Francisco. Most people can't afford to live in San Francisco. Can you imagine a rail system? It now takes you eight hours, maybe to, you know, maybe to drive, and 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 it's almost you can almost Los Angeles to Phoenix, Los Angeles to Las Vegas, and I haven't even, I and I I, I haven't even mentioned over the road conditions. All of you who drive trucks and listening to me right now, come on. You know how terrible these roads are. one 801 All right, let's uh, take a break. 26 after the hour. And uh, people are getting online. Obviously, the back ga- background gun check got people's attention 
you know, do I, do I know this business? Like I said, uh, you know, first gun control, religion, race. You know, what else? God. But, you know, it's just the nature of the beast. But infrastructure, whether you have a gun or don't have a gun, whether you have an opinion about gun control or don't, every last one of us are in the quality of life, the opportunity to invest $3 trillion in infrastructure, to me, is far more important or as important as gun control. So I've got lines open for that. Here with Madison on Sirius XM Urban View. Senator from Connecticut just said, it's time for us to do something. I agree. It is time for us to do something. And every time there's a shooting, we play this ridiculous theater where this committee gets together and proposes a bunch of laws that would do nothing to stop these murders. What happens in this committee after every mass shooting is Democrats propose taking away guns from law-abiding citizens, because that's their political objective. But what they propose, not only does it not reduce crime, it makes it worse. All right, that was, um, there you go. one 8255 let me get to the phones. And again, the rules, you know, the road, very simple. Please, if you're a first-time caller, let the screen just say I'm a first-time caller and we'll acknowledge you. And we encourage first-time callers. Number two, one call a week. That way we can get a lot of first-time callers on. Uh, you know, we're limited in number of lines we have. We have nine available lines, and they fill up fast, especially on, with certain issues. Um, number three, I always ask, what are you going to do about it? And I am thoroughly convinced that, there, that, that, that the Biden administration has the capital right now of, uh, of, of getting sensible, reasonable gun control laws. Uh, Sam, during the break, said to me what's trending on social media, 90% of folk really want background checks, which was pretty much the same percentage after the Sandy Hook killings. It's a matter of of, uh, will on the part of people, uh, members of Congress. So to the phones. I'll start with Henry from Georgia. You're on with Madison right here on Sirius XM Urban View. Go ahead, Henry. Hey, good morning, Black Eagle. Uh, Madam executive producer and the rest of the staff. Hey, man, I'm a truck driver, and I have a uh, hazmat endorsement. And in order to uh, receive your hazmat endorsement, you got to go through a federal background check. And the, the federal background check is to ensure that I am less likely to take any explosives or poisonous gases to a populated area. You know, they want to make sure that federal background check is to ensure that I just won't nut up someday. You know, so I don't understand why it can't be used for gun control. They use it for voting control. They want to they prevent, uh, they want to use background checks 
to prevent people from uh from voting, you know. And and as far as the uh uh uh, uh the infrastructure, I think that would be great, man, because it goes far beyond just the roads that we see. I mean, we got uh uh ports, uh uh uh, uh water treatment plants that need to be fixed. Uh I mean, a lot of stuff and it won't be just a summer job. It will be like a 10, 15, or a 20-year project because we will literally be uh, 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 rebuilding America. And thank you it, for taking it, my well, call. Actually, Henry, let me and other people listening, Henry's right on target. It also would – what would be – what would happen is it would create businesses. I mean that that's what happens with, when you have infrastructure. People not, work, yes – maybe a nine-to-five construction job or whatever. But a lot of people then do what? They create a business. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this is not – this. we have a history of built infrastructure. The Hoover Dam was an infrastructure project. My goodness, people. I mean, this is the, the, the freeway system that you and other truck drivers and transportation folks are on. That was a multi-billion-dollar infrastructure in the 1950s that Eisenhower proposed, and it was. And number one, a lot of people don't know this. It really was purpose for national defense. You, I mean, and he learned that from his experience in in fighting in World War uh, II, that tanks yeah. couldn't move, troops couldn't move. Yeah. Uh, and when and when he became president, when he became yep. when he became president of the United States, he understood this was also national defense and it improved uh, commerce. Let's go to Ed, South Carolina, first time caller, and is it, is it South Carolina where a state senator proposed that all? people 18 years and older would automatically be part of a militia. Therefore, the, the Congress couldn't, uh, couldn't put any laws together to take their guns away. I, I'll look at that story. But go ahead in the meantime, Ed. Yes. Good morning, Joe, to you and staff there. Um, just a quick thing on the background checks. Um, a couple of things. The federal law provides states with providing a with the states providing the option of being a point of contact state. And what that means is the state can conduct their own background checks using state as well as federal records and databases or having the checks performed by the FBI using here's the thing, the federal national instant criminal background check system is called the NICS. Now the only caveat to that is that um using the NICS only um the state files are not always included in the federal databases. So what that in terms is that if these people have federal warrants, records, or any type of um, things that law that would mm-hmm. warrant a a red flag to not issue them a firearm or allow right. them to purchase a firearm, they wouldn't be able to do that. So if that state was a point of contact state, they can just use their state records. Um, now South Carolina is not a point of, point of contact state, so we must initiate background checks required by federal law by con- conduct by contacting the FBI directly. Uh, federal law does not require dealers to conduct a background check if the firearm purchaser presents a state 
permit to purchase or to possess their firearms that meet certain conditions. So as a result of this, concealed weapon permits holders in South Carolina are exempt from federal mm-hmm. background checks requirements. So if this person um, has committed a crime right. and has become prohibited from possessing a firearm, the, the fire, that person can continue to possess that firearm and hold that state permit to purchase yeah, but, but you're getting rather complicated here. Look, the, should there or should there not be universal background checks? There should be. But if the federal law keeps allowing states to become a point of contact. Well, I, I know. And they, I, that, I understand that. Mm-hmm. So, what, so here's what I'm asking mm-hmm. is what is, what is the opposition to it? And the only thing I hear mm-hmm. is it's, it's just one step closer to taking your guns away. And that's not what it does. It, I mean, that simply is not what it does. You said one step closer to taking your guns away. I don't, I don't understand that. Um, no, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's the argument. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the argument that's being made right now on conservative yeah. talk radio. I'm opposed to uh, uh, conservative. I'm <clears throat> are saying I'm, I'm opposed to universal background check because mm-hmm. it's it, it because and here's the because it's just mm-hmm. one it's just one step closer to taking your gun away no it to me no, it, it to uh, yeah it's like you no know, it's are you crazy are you i mean it's like the guy who called into the show yesterday who said oh he's from florida now we'll forget this guy he, you know and this caller who said you know i'm up here in florida and, you know, there's a bunch of fools up here. And, and I said, well, should a fool have a gun? And he said, yeah. Yeah, I, I heard that yesterday. And see, yeah. the thing about, see Joe, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm both certified firearms instructor. I, with, I, look, with man, already. I got that. I don't want to get into any. See, mm-hmm. this is why, I, 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 you know, I don't want to get into I'm, I'm this and I'm that. I'm just, look, this is, a, to be quite candid, let's just simplify this. I'm yeah. asking a simple question. Should there what be mm-hmm. should there be universal background checks in order to possess a gun? If so, why? And if and if you're opposed to it, why are you opposed to it? That's all I'm asking. Oh, see, I was asking the question you asked. I know um, that was hey, it, stop. That's the uh-huh. question. I'm asking the question. Why are you right. in favor? Listen, you're not listening. Put on your listening ears. Why are you in favor, Ed from South Carolina, first time mm-hmm. caller? For why do you favor universal background checks? Well, I favor universal background checks for the simple fact that if the federal law makes a policy on there, you go. Stop. You're going right back to your point. See, you 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 want to go? You, you hear me? I got it, and I'm going. I'm going to leave you. I just asked a simple question, and you're saying, "Well, I mean, provided that they give this one caveat, what is the benefit? Let me put it in a different way. What's the benefit of having a universal background check? It will identify those who are uh, qualified to possess the firearms." Thank you. 
That's simple. See how easy it is? 44 after the hour, one 801 So the question on the other side would be, why are you in opposition to a background check? Now, please, ladies and gentlemen, this infrastructure bill, to me, is as important, if not more so. This $3 trillion, I just broke it down. I just broke it down. Let me before I go to a break. Let me share something with you. There are 45,000 repeat 45,000 bridges in the United States of America that you go across bridges that are rated poor. Which means at any point in time those bridges could go down. See, and this is it's sort of like the, the gun issue. Every time there is a crash of a bridge, a failure of a bridge, and people are killed, oh, we need infrastructure. Yeah, you got 45,000 bridges that you men and women and families travel across that are rated poor in the United States of America. And this money would go towards in, in, uh, shoring up those bridges, creating new bridges, safety, quality of life. I'm Madison. Your calls right after this, 46 after the hour. Inaction by this Congress makes us complicit. Now is the time for action to honor these victims with action, real action not the fig leaves or the shadows that have been offered on the other side, along with hopes and thoughts and prayers. You know, we, we go, that's Richard Blumenthal, the Senator uh, Blumenthal, but we go through this all the time, don't we? Every time there's a mass shooting, whether it's in Florida, Columbine, Sandy Hook, now Boulder, that we, he's absolutely right. And then what happens? Now, let me go uh, get to the phones. Uh, 49 after the hour. Uh, let's talk to, um, and I'm taking calls quickly as I can. Freddie from New York. You're on with Madison on Sirius XM Urban View. Hey, good morning, Mr. Madison. And good morning. Go right ahead. I want, I want to talk about the background check. I'm a uh, limousine driver, black car driver in New York City. It is very difficult to get a, 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 a New York City TLC driver's license. You got to go to a background check, three-day, three eight-hour class, and every year we got to get a physical um, a drug test. And then as far as the vehicle goes, your independent contractor, um, the diamond, it's like, the, um, it's like a medallion. That's yeah. over $1,000 every two oh. years. It is very difficult to keep that up. We have to now, let me, let me, let me ask you, let me, let, me, let me interrupt for just a second. Um, what, just when you speak, maybe there just a, there's a lot of people listening that may not know. What kind of questions are asked in a background check? Well, um, the, the police department does that. Um, they don't actually they don't ask the questions on that. The police does that. 
is overseen. Yeah, no, but what, what, all right, so what do they, what, what goes into a, what do they check? What is it that they look for? Well, uh, they want to make sure that you are uh, safe enough to drive people around. So um, I'm, I'm just, uh, to be honest with you, I don't, I, I, I don't know, but I okay. know that you can't be a, uh, a sex offender. I, all right, drive, I got to uh, see people and, around. Yeah, yeah. See, people need, and, uh, and you can't that, have a criminal record to be a limousine taxi driver in yeah. New York City. Yeah, I'm, I'm, okay, I got you. And so your position on universal background checks is? Without a doubt, it should be a background check. Let's talk, uh, Elaine from Arizona. Go ahead. You're on with Madison. You wanted to comment on the clip about what Ted Cruz said uh, yesterday. Yes. Thank you so much for taking my call. Good morning, Sherry, too. Uh, The first caller took my thunder. But the most important issue is we have to be real serious about our voting. None of this is going to take place until we get rid of people like Ted Cruz whose only interest is himself and about 10 more of them. And so I'm asking that everybody, we keep our eyes open and watch the effort to, um, you know, the effort to uh, dismiss our right for voting. So none of this takes place and we'll be succeed we'll be successful unless we look at the the uh voting because okay. I got you uh Jerry <clears throat> from North Carolina first time caller Jerry go ahead Good morning Jerry Yeah I'm a uh, I'm a truck driver I've been driving now for 13 years and there's places out here that's still doing road construction like Dallas, Atlanta, been doing it for over 13 years. So that creates job security for a lot of people who have jobs, who need jobs. And um, I don't see any end to it anytime soon because you can't go through a state without being in some kind of road construction. Every time I, every time I drive, uh, and, and I haven't, you know, like you said, <clears throat> and I see these, these construction, the road construction, I'm like you. What I see... Jobs. Exactly. I see jobs. These are people who have, matter of fact, good-paying jobs. Go ahead. Yep. There's, um, and now the gun control. I was in the military, and I, I had to get a background check to get a clearance. I got to get a background check to get a hazmat. We need background checks for gun control because it weeds out. If you have any kind of anything in your history, in your background, that's going to drop a red flag, they're going to catch it. They're going to see it. We need background checks. We have to have it. I mean, they try to pass a bill for, for truck drivers to carry guns. I don't need a gun out here on this road. I don't need one. But they need those background checks. Because if we you back, know, if it, yeah, and, and the thing that's interesting is, uh, is that's why I asked the question, what, what, what goes in, what are the kind of questions or what is the process with a background check? I, I wouldn't know. If I applied to carry a gun, and Lord knows, <laughs> I've thought about it. I'll be honest with you. Given some of these crazy-ass yahoos out here who threaten I, us. I got background checks. Yeah. You put in 
all the way back to when you about 10 to 15 years. And they went to where I said stuff had happened to me, and they looked at it and investigated it. Because my parents told me, the FBI just came here asking about you. Yeah, they go back and look at that stuff, and it's any red flag, they'll catch it. And, and let's go to this guy in Boulder, Colorado. Um, he actually bought a gun. I mean, the and not I'm sorry, a gun. He bought an assault rifle, a rifle that's used on battlefields. Yeah. Uh, 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 after, if I'm not mistaken, after the ban on sales was blocked. And and people, if people yeah. and if and, and then and now they interview <laughs> the, the the media is going you know to his neighbors and almost every neighbor that they've interviewed on television that I've seen have said uh he was weird. He he had a temper and people knew to stay away from him. He shouldn't have. He shouldn't have been able to buy a gun. In his hands, it should not have been in his hands. Should not have been in his hands. I think again. I have thirty seconds, and thank you for your call, uh, uh, Jerry. But I, that's why I say I believe that the Biden administration and Congress, right now, have the political capital to get this to get this passed. It has been done, but. We, you have to do something about it. You can listen to yours truly, Madison, the Black Eagle, live every Monday through Friday on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.